You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody! Before we get started with it's a bit, we got to talk to you about the Saints Cup Snake. It's coming up. It's this Saturday. We're gonna we're gonna break the mammoth record. 314. Those bastards in Colorado, man. They they literally took a bunch of tin cups out of a, aluminum cups out of a box and stacked them together. They didn't even drink out of them. We're going to break the record anyways at the Saints game on Saturday, aren't we? Yeah, let's not even give them any more credit. Like I wouldn't even count that. Let's break it, our it, own record. It doesn't count at all, Yeah, right? let's There's, break our own record. It's like uh fuck them. The guy who caught Barry Bonds like uh record-breaking home run, he like branded it with an asterisk. So like Ooh. it'll always have that asterisk. That uh, that record by Colorado will always have that asterisk. It is it is kind of funny because if you Google Colorado Mammoth, the first thing that shows up was the blog I wrote that said the Colorado <laughs> Mammoth are a bunch of frauds. Is you shitting? Yeah, them. they are. Yeah, that's like the most publicity they've ever gotten. Yeah, sorry. Like I kn- then they're looking for PR, and they thought that the getting making this cup snake would give them all the positive PR. But lo and behold, they did not know that uh, we exist as a company, and we'll come after you for that shit. We're the gatekeepers of yeah. cup snakes, but well, not not only us, but World Hockey Report, who also has you know twenty mm-hmm. plus thousand followers, was also shitting on them, and they do not have many followers, so they were getting ratioed pretty hard every tweet. Yeah, they they we said hold this L. Hold this ratio, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what all the kids on Twitter say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So we're going to be breaking the world record this Saturday at the Saints game. Get your tickets now. You go to saintsgroups.com. Uh, I know like on TikTok, it's in the link in our bio, Twitter, pin tweet, Instagram, link in bio. Uh, and you just do password cup snake. That's lowercase C-U-P-S-N-A-K-E. And uh, buy your tickets. You can actually pick where you want to sit. I know there's still some seats available. So you know, there's no such thing as a group too big for this because uh, we gotta we gotta break that shit. And I know if I have been uh, uh, an opponent, I should say, of going to games by yourself. But if you don't don't feel ashamed to buy a ticket if you think you're going by yourself as of right now because you're afraid of what I'm going to think of you. Um, no, you're you're going together. You're going with the 10K family. Well, I think so. we've, sold, uh, we've yes. sold over like 120 tickets alone in our section already, and there's still, mm-hmm. you know, a while, you know, a ways before the game, right? So I think uh, by the time game time comes around, there's going to be a lot of people there. And so you're not actually going to be going alone. No, you're not. There's, there's already 100. You're going to be 100 plus people there who you're going to be best friends with. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, looking at the map right now, row two, seat number eight is a gem sitting it's by itself it so if you, are, itself. if you are a solo person you, you get a second row ticket right right in the middle so that's actually that's actually a great spot to sit we we sat in that section the last time we were at the saints game and it was pretty electric so once again saintsgroups.com password cup snake in all lowercase letters get your tickets 22 bucks plus gets you a free drink first drink is free with the ticket mm-hmm. it's an absolute fucking steal mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna have a blast so we'll see you there on this episode of it's a bit just the boys this week. We got uh, we got the bit of the week, and I'll tell you now. Looking at the list, there's, there's going to be some interesting ones. Um, then we're going to do buy or sell. So we're going to name a famous person, place, thing, and uh, say whether we buy or sell them if they were a stock. We're going to end the show with ranking our favorite video games. A very controversial segment that will become. Uh, Jake apparently in his free time today listed fifty video games, so he's got he's got quite a lot of options on the board. But all that and more on it's a bit. <laughs> 
This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Bossman, joined by journalist Jake and Wags. Before we get started with Bit of the Week, we have smelling salts. Oh, so gosh. Jake, you want to start us off? Just, I forgot we had these. I thought I was going to die. We did one um, of these on the golf course on Sunday. All right. I, uh, it was good knowing you. Well, no, good knowing you. All right. <laughs> By the way, if you were to Ooh, die right now, you just you just fucked, you fucked up your your speech. That's it was nice crazy. knowing your, you. Your your final words are going to be known as a stutter, which means you were an you awful filthy animal. failure as a human being. Well, hey, how how did that go? You guys golfed. Oh, gosh, Jake. Just, no. you got, uh, so Jake, you had to golf fresh. with uh, Tanner Morgan. How was that? Your dream come oh. true? Yeah, pants were tight the whole time, but uh, and and I gotta say, uh, Tanner Morgan was great. Mariano Seri Morin. Uh. Uh, the the linebacker um, is also a character as well, so it was just an absolute blast golfing with them both, and it was it was fun. Uh, yeah, b- Dude, getting a little competitive with I some can, gophers. I can feel a pulse coming from my nose. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a little mm-hmm. bug in there. These are pellets. What it feels I've, like to be a drug addict. <laughs> Woo! I've never done like the pellet form of this, and it is so much stronger yeah. than when you snap the whatever mm-hmm. it we is. We are, like, by the, the way, strong. by the way, not a sponsor of the show, but uh, West Side Barbell Smelling Salts. We are going to be regularly purchasing these mm. from Amazon from here on out. We got to go lift weights these now. These were the strongest ones I could find, and they did not disappoint. Hey, as long as we keep them off campus, right? Yeah, off, it, campus. off off campus, yeah, inside whatever. Joke. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, let's get into bit of the week now that we're all smelling salted up. <laughs> yes. um, let's start with you, Wags. What do you got? So I was in uh, Nashville over the weekend. You guys would fucking love uh, Broadway, the main street there. Um, drink prices just like Vegas, by the way. Holy shit, rough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, um, uh, we were with another couple, and uh, this, the male was like, I'm going to go buy you guys shots. So he bought a shot. So then I was like, I'm going to buy you guys shots. So I bought them shots, and then we get the bill, and every shot was $15. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a fancy $45 shot. for was, a shot? Yeah, it was like, buy? It, was, uh, it was just Fireball. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Get you a couple See, handles back in Minnesota. That's the first mistake you went with Fireball. Jake, shut the fuck Jake, up. Jake, you would have gone with like a, a lemon drop or something. I probably would have. I literally, I salivate and gag. I, I drank a couple fireballs this weekend on the golf course. I literally had to step aside and spit. I was proud was of you, though. You never turned it down. I didn't, uh, except for the second or third pull that, yeah. you, that you wanted to do, but uh, I still did it. It's yeah. gross. Seven tequila shots were bought in at one point. That was $107. You would think like mm. 70 when you get seven shots, you're prepared to pay like 70, you know, I guess, but... Mm-hmm. Wow, 107 for seven or 110 or whatever it was, absolutely ridiculous. But uh, we are at this place, yeah, doing those very, very expensive shots. And um, it's like the bridal capital of the world. Or everywhere you look, there's a fucking bridal party, and they're taking party buses and they're having a great time. Well, this one open party bus, um, this drives right by, and there's a bunch of girls just dancing, having the time of her life. All of a sudden, this one girl turns. She's wearing a mesh a mesh dress, so you can see essentially she's just wearing like a bikini under it, and she starts shaking her ass and. <laughs> In between her ass cheeks, it's a glowing fucking butt plug, oh. and they're everyone's ah, and they're pointing to it, and it was it was wild. I've never seen anything like that. People would just laugh like it was normal, and everyone's having a great time. There's there's sex acts getting committed right there on Broadway. I I am at a loss of words. That's 
that's strange. That would be strange for Minneapolis, and we see some weird shit out there. But like that is it, that so that's probably normal behavior out there. One hundred percent. People are yeah. acting. Okay. And and, and, a, and a similar question I had for you about your trip to Nashville was that you who posted the bathroom wall that says, "Oh yeah, send pictures of your of your shit a to pair, this number." Dude, the uh, the bathroom graffiti there is absolutely hilarious. There was a uh, there was a lot more than just send shit to this number. You you know send your dick to this number. There's yeah, a lot yeah. more than that. I went with the more classy one, which is which was what I thought was show your shit. So it's a lot of people just doxing their friends. Oh, 100%. And the funny thing was about that show your shit picture, there was like three numbers written and two of them were crossing out. So people just kept crossing out mm-hmm. the numbers and writing fresh numbers on there. Oh, man. The amount of like shit pics those people have gotten <laughs> because so many people were walking in there hammered and if they got to take a shit, what that's what they're going to do. I also noticed when you tweeted that photo, it did kind of well on Twitter and then people oh. started responding to the tweet with pictures of their shit. I wasn't Disgusting. expecting that at all. <laughs> I, I, cause Welcome I, to the internet. I tweeted the photo with the caption like, should I do it? Like, I thought it was a total joke and a bunch of guys were like, I'll do it for you. You send this <laughs> <Yeah>. number. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, it's like, were... Matthew, why do you have a picture of your dump on your phone? Just ready at, at, it was, at the ready. Hey, that's so weird. Shout out, though. That was massive. <laughs> That oh, it's like that three picture. feet. It was disgusting and massive, and it made me want to vomit. But it was impressive. It was, yeah. It was just. It wasn't. Uh, maybe not as disgusting as the shit pick Bubba sent me last year in Vegas. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> oh, it was disgusting. He, he, I couldn't. Ama- I got anytime, one. Anytime he's in the state of Nevada, he just has the he just has the audacity to send the most heinous photos of himself to to his loved ones. Well, you can be anybody who you want to be, apparently, when you're in the city <laughs> yeah. limits of Vegas. That's yep. what he yeah, says. So. Apparently. As long as you pay the extra fee. As long pay as the, you pay the extra fee. You pay the extra Vegas fee yeah. at Denny's. Dude, uh, the crazy thing about Nashville, though, is like these bars will be like three or four stories. Every single story, uh, story um, like you know, level one, level two, level three, they all feel like a different bar because there's a different band playing on each level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like that's the multi-story sick, setup. That's yeah. nuts. Gosh, yeah, I got to get down to Smashville. Smash yeah, they, have, they have signs like that everywhere. Huge Predators fans down there. Did you know? Oh, that? Yeah. I did not know oh, that. Like, they like it. Yeah. They love it. They want some more of it. <laughs> yes, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I've, I've heard they want some more of it. Oh gosh, want some more first round bounces? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like the Minnesota lot. Yeah. Oh, true. Oh, gosh. oh it's, now we're sad. Oh, dang it, sad boy. All right, uh, journalist Jake, what's your bit? Uh, mine is the lap bit, the notorious lap bit, and this is in reference to a bar and. Um, I have particularly done this in the past where let's let's take a lap, but uh, I'll do it in, in the sense of back when I first turned 21, went to a couple local bars and, and we'll do it in the sense of trying to walk around to see if there's anybody I know or like, let's see if we know anybody here. You're a little drunk, you're a little buzzed. You're like, okay, let's let's walk around. Now the juices are flowing a little bit. You're less nervous. You're more apt to talk to people. So like, let's take a lap. Let's walk around and see if there's anybody, uh, you know, uh, but particularly there's a there's a person we know who shall not be named. Um, that whenever I go to the bar with him, he's like, uh, Jake, uh, let, let's take a lap. And he does it from the perspective of wanting to look for the local talent, I should say, or, or, uh, to the layperson, um, you know, beautiful women that are in the bar and we'll take a lap and it, it's very weird. He'll initiate the lap and we won't, he won't talk to any women. He'll just kind of look around and be like, oh yeah, that girl over there is, uh, it's pretty hot. Okay. <laughs> Gonna it's like something talk to Davis her. and Butthead would do. Yeah. You don't have to walk around to look at people. Yeah, you can you can sit there and people watch. Or if you are uh, you know, you want to go there and, and find a, an attractive woman, you don't have to walk around the bar very weird, but it is called in what some people call the lap. And we have someone who does that. Not myself personally, but I'll be kind of initiated to do so when I go to the bar with this particular person. Let let's do a lap. Well, I I consider you a lap guy, Jake. 
a lap guy. Yeah, where you just are like, you just get a little bit of alcohol in you, yeah. and you're like, I'm gonna start just talking to random fucking people around the bar. Yeah, right, you right. literally you know, do that. No, for sure. Like, this is, uh, I think he's talking about though a lap from more of like for a, a talent, cre- like a creepy okay. third party perspective. I suppose. So no, I, I definitely Jake do the initiates lap. conversation within the lap. Yeah, so I, I'll do the I'll do a lap in sense of like I'll see if there's someone in general that I know or you know, or, or try to see if someone's wearing a gopher shirt. Be like, dude, I love the gophers, or if someone likes the band basement or something like uh, that. So did we do an a uh, lap and we saw Annie Hagar in Vegas? Did we do a quick lap? I think we did a quick lap. But, okay. but you did spot her though from across the It was pool. an intentional so lap. That was it was an intentional, intentional lap. lap. Yeah. It was an intentional you, lap. You had to go around the whole pool to make it look more natural. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. we just ran into her. Oh, like, oh it wow. Was, oh, it, hey, wasn't, hey, Annie, it wasn't oh. like she saw you stare her down from across the pool and you just never like lost her look and like, you're just staring. We're just walking through. Are you Annie Agar? Right. Awesome. But no, there's the there but there is the lap bit with uh, you know, let's take a lap to see what uh See, see what women are in here. See, like more from a creepy perspective side of things that I don't normally partake in. That's a little weird, but some people do that. You know, it, it to me, it's a little weird because I don't go to the bar with the hundred percent purpose of I'm going to pick up women tonight. And there's some people that are like let's do a lap and see what uh, what talent we're working with here. I'm like, that's a little weird. I don't do that, but it's it's the lap bit. It's the notorious lap bit at at, at bars. People do that. Jake, you walked up to a girl and said, "You look grunge." That's a weird, I did. That's a weird thing to do. That was very that was very weird. But I was not doing a lap. She was just so happened to be next to me. Um, this was at Blarney uh, at the University of Minnesota, and I said she looks grunge, and I was very drunk. But I mean, she was right next to me, and she looked grunge. See, she she liked it, but it would have been hilarious. A few girls out there would have definitely taken that as an insult. Yeah, or had no idea what that word means. What at all? But I didn't know what that word meant. Who's Nirvana? Grunge. Nirvana. Who's Nirvana? Like, oh my gosh! But she was probably one of those Nirvana people who just knows smells like Teen Spirit, which yeah. pissed me off. But uh. No, but it's weird when like the, there's this people do when I feel like I'm doing the lap and it's initiated to solely like look at look for women around the bar. It's just I I feel just see I think of that creepy dude who, um you know Andy like uh, producer Andy like walking around with their hands in their pockets just kind of looking around like very, a predator like a serial killer. <laughs> you know, yes, it's crazy. It's I had, weird. I had a dream that we were like we were filming this show last night and producer Andy was producing again and all felt hilarious in the world because it was like it like it was a 10 second dream of just you and him going at it and i was like okay this is like a this is like a good memory i can like think back to when i'm having a bad day it was yeah. fun to have andy be the producer but i you guys used to get jake and andy would get in 30 minute fights and just derail podcasts. <laughs> yeah totally yeah well it, they were well worth fights because he needed to be uh how was that weird place. how was that weird how was yeah. that weird all right, um, my bit is uh, the porn guy bit. So this is one that we've we've used off camera, off scene for a while, and I, I just thought no one had ever brought it to light. And it's a hilarious persona, not necessarily a single individual, but everyone kind of knows a person or a few people in their life who you look at them and you're like, that's a porn guy. Like that's a guy, that's a guy who spends a lot of his free time just watching porn. He's got all the categories down. He knows all everyone involved. He probably knows some producers. He knows who won all the awards at the 2018 the ABMs. studios. Yeah, he knows all the location. He's just a porn guy. And I, I don't really know how to describe, you know, there's like, there's a few porn guys that come to mind, like just general personas. And I don't even know like how to describe them. 
It's just there's just these porn guys. Well, it's funny, like porn guys and and Android guys kind of go hand in hand. Yep, like if you yep, have an porn Android, guys are Android. You're, guys. you're automatically a porn you guy. M- you sorry. might, yeah. Your chances of being a porn guy go up. Well, it's not even like because I own an Android for a while, so I guess maybe I was a porn guy. But I mean, like I didn't care that I necessarily had an Android. It was just the phone I had. But there's the Android guys that will die on the hill of. No, I fucking love my Android. And those are guys who just Here's watch blah, blah, blah. aggressive amounts of pornography. And, and and these porn guys, it's hard to put your finger on it. There is a look you can just kind of tell, but it's they almost don't even just watch porn for the sexual pleasure. They watch it almost for the entertainment, like it's cinema or it's movie. Like it's their job. Yes. Like they're like, all right, back in the coal mines I go as they take a bathroom break to go watch four more hours they, of porn. There, there are people who have Kentucky Derby parties, NFL draft parties, um, you know, Super Bowl parties, uh, you know, Oscars parties, Grammys parties. They probably have AVN parties where they invite all the porn yep. guys over and watch who wins certain awards. <laughs> I don't want to actually be in that house when you, that happens. You kind of want to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. That'd be, I just want to, I don't want to be there the whole time, but I just want to like pretend like I don't exist and just observe how these people discuss porn without trying to laugh. God. Oh yeah. She had a great scene. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't win. I thought she had the blah, blah, blah. It's like best double penetration. Oh uh, you know, that was the best role play. She really got into that character really well. <laughs> I did not. I, I thought it, she was it, a real it nurse. It reminds me of, like, I got that reference from uh, back when uh, Dave Portnoy went to the AVNs. And, like, he like <laughs> interviewed some chick. And he goes, how do you feel after you just won Best Double Penetration? And this girl gives, like, a serious, like, media, very friendly analysis of, like, how happy she is, who she has to thank. And I'm like, this just exists. It, it's Shout out there. Out. Yeah. They're, they're, the porn guys just live amongst us. You never really know. You can have a pretty good guess at who they are, but you know they kind of live in the shadows. If you saw their credit card <laughs> statements, you definitely know who they are because they got all the memberships. I Dude, think kind of going along with the bit would be uh, the porn phone bit. Um, <laughs> like I remember when I was thirteen, we someone left a phone in the hockey locker room, right, and we're all there, and someone's like, "Oh, free fucking phone!" They grab it. The first thing you do when you find a phone is I'm gonna go check the history. Nothing but like you porn, porn oh, hub. And he's like, no. "Oh, porn hub or porn phone," and he just slowly put it back. Yep. Right? found it yep mate wash your hands a couple times <laughs> yeah. sing the abc's it's bold not you have an unlocked phone plus you don't delete your history yeah that's that's quite a call right there i don't understand how you don't delete your history i mean that's just space at that that's smart for space in general right and an android guy would know that best because he cares about his cpu usage yes, and his he does. usage and, and so his processing and can work his, best for his beautiful camera and his battery right yes. right all right folks well that was bit of the week we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back with buy or sell Hey guys, It's a Bit is presented by the Better Edge app. If you don't know what Better Edge is, it's a legal online sports betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, so all the money goes back to the winner, not to a sports book. You can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors like me. I went one and four yesterday. People might not want to take my advice anymore. I think Fade Boss Man made a slight comeback yesterday. Uh, tonight's Tuesday night. I'm hoping to bounce back. Uh, you can also compete in public or private betting competitions. I know we're going to be creating some more within 10K that uh, can give gift some merch and some possibly some money to the winner. And uh, you can buy or sell positions such as spread over under money line at current market prices. All you got to do is use your promo code 10K at betteredge.com when you sign up to get a free 20 bucks and verify your ID. Once again, that's promo code 10K at betteredge.com when you sign up and verify your ID. Give us a follow on there. Give us a shout and uh, start betting today. All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit. 
We just went through our bits of the week, and now we're going to move to buy or sell. We haven't done this one in a while, but I'm going to name a famous person, place, thing. You know, it could be a sports, pop culture person, anyone in the news, You know, a place, a season even. You guys say whether you'd buy or sell it like it was a stock on the market. Uh, let's start with our boy Evander Kane. I'm actually wearing, if you're watching the YouTube version. By the way, the full podcast is on YouTube at if you search 10,000 takes. But I got the uh, fuck Vander Kane shirt with Ryan Hartman. Thanks to Chief at Barstool Sports. And uh, all the money went to Children's. I think we raised 65 k just through the Barstool shirt. So I always love wearing this. I always love hating on Vander Kane. But I'll start with you, Jake. Uh, what do you get? You get buy or sell, Mr. Kane? Ooh, uh, Vander Kane. I, you know, he's, he scored three goals the other night for natural hat trick, natural hat trick. And keep in mind, he's talking about Sunday. I know that there will be a game that airs tonight, but we're recording this on Tuesday. Right. So if he lays a goose egg, right, then it's on me, depending on my answer. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to buy Vander Kane, Evander. First off, that's a badass name, Evander. I mean, that's amazing. Um, also, you know, he's, he's kind of an asshole in the league, but the, the, the league needs people like that. I think it, without him, you wouldn't have had an awesome shirt like this and our shirt as well. And an awesome scene like that with Ryan Hartman flipping him off. You would have never have had that if you didn't have a character like Evander Kane in the NHL. You need a guy that's rowdy, but he can also give your team a spark when you need it. Like he's been doing for Ed Munton. And uh, I'm buying Evander Kane. I have like the complete opposite logic oh. than you because if if someone flicks you off and then so many people are people are so happy that they donate 120k to charity because you got flicked off, you're probably not a very good person, right? But without that, there would without a person like that in the league that someone to hate, which the game is about, uh, you know, beginning plenty chippy of people and, to and hate shit. in the league, right? But that's but you need players like that in the NHL. I feel like, and without yeah. him, you wouldn't have 120 thousand dollars to charity. I think Kane is just another example of an athlete can be an asshole, but as long as they're still pretty good at the sport, no one cares because they're good right. at the sport. Exactly. So sell, sell him. Get him out of here. I don't oh. need to see him. Sell him. So, so from a financial I'm perspective, I'm going to buy him as well because he's bankrupt, so he can only his, – his price is not very high. But uh, no, I kind of agree with Jake, though. You need some characters. It kind of it kind of adds to the drama. The NBA has their fair share of characters. It adds to some fun storylines. I think that's kind of what I like about Evander Kane is he's a piece of shit, and uh, he gives us someone to hate on because hockey players sometimes are just boring-ass people who, you know, they, they wake up in the morning, they do their routine, they go to bed at night, and whatever. Like, you get NFL and NBA where someone's getting arrested every day. It keeps life interesting. Uh, Kane is that guy. Uh, but yeah, no, and he did unintentionally raise like a hundred k for charity just by being a douchebag. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I don't stand by some of the things he's been accused of doing, like abandoning his family. Yeah, no, he's a hor- he's a horrible guy. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying from a from a league perspective, it's good to have people that someone hates because then it you know adds a little bit of color to the uh, to the game and to the storylines. Disagree. Plenty of people to hate in the league. Oh, oh, okay. But oh. you need a lot of people to hate in the league. You can't just have one. I just um every single playoff game you watch, there is like fists flying every four minutes. Like you don't need people to hate. People to hate disappear every single game. Yeah, but do you have someone as bad as this to flip him off? Uh, Brad Marchand, who is not one to flick uh, Lucic, who is not mm-hmm. one to flick Lucic off. I, mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a hard to say. Flick Lucic off. Lucic. Flip right. Lucic so, off. I did this this morning on the Boss Man Bets. Try saying Shishterkin five times fast. Shishterkin, 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 Shishterkin. Pretty tough. Shishterkin. Shishterkin. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. That's all uh, I get to. There you go. My would, conclusion. What is it? Does he have a nickname? You'd think he would. Shishterkin? Shisterkin? You guys ever seen just fa- jerkin. Fa- just Family jerkin. Guy when they make fun of the Swedish bakery guy? 
He's like, oh, oh yeah. I got cock all over my hands. I feel like every time I cool. say Shosturkin, I'm like, I'm like that guy. Like <laughs> Shosturkin. Yeah. Cook. He's, he's Russian, isn't he? No. Uh, oh, is he? Who is Shosturkin? Is his name Igor? Igor Shosturkin? Igor Shosturkin. Yeah, that's a very Russian name. Igor. Yeah, I just feel like that guy in Family Guy. If you you understand the uh, Swedish bakery bakery reference. Oh, Shosturkin. 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 Doesn't make sense. But all right. Dr. Duncan. Anyways, uh, let's move on next. So buy or sell. We got CBD. (laughs) (laughs) Jake, (laughs) you buy or sell CBD. Uh, I mean, it depends on how high I want to get. Um, so I mean, if I'm, I'm going to buy, well, I don't know. I'm actually going to sell CBD Oh, because CBD is, is, is going to be on the, you know, the downswing when it gets legalized in more States, <laughs> especially in Minnesota. But until then I'll get high off of it. Wait, but, wait, you mean when weed is legalized and you in, said when CBD is, is, is legalized in more States. Well, I meant weed legalized in more states, if okay. I said that. My bad. Uh, when weed is legalized in more states, and hopefully Minnesota here was very close this past year, but it's it's obvious I'm not going to buy into that stock when the the, you know, the devil's lettuce is on the uprise here. But see, until then, I'll uh, you know I'll still uh, you know get high off of it um, when I can, but I got to wean off of it because weed is probably going to be legalized. So I'm selling it, <laughs> dude. Though. I have a shout out to Cultivated CBD though. Actually, I still have a bunch of stuff that they gave us for free at the golf tournament. I so my like my wrist was sore. I think I hit like a really chunky shot on the golf course and it hurt the next day. And I I threw that Cultivated CBD stuff all over it. It felt better. And I just thought, man, if I was Jake right now, I'd be on the clouds. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you would be. It'd you be had, like uh, the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, or like the kind of the icy hot equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Shit works wonders, by the way. Mm-hmm. All, Gets jokes, you high. all jokes aside with Jake, but mm-hmm. I just thought, man, if Jake Jake wouldn't even be able to operate a vehicle right now if he threw this. Now that put my that would make my arm numb. I'd be like, uh, I'll be, <laughs> you think in, I'll be out. On it. I'll be like, dude, bro, it feels like my arm is floating into the parallel universe, man. By the way, when Minnesota does decide to be cool and legalize weed, I really hope it's on a Tuesday so we can be the first ones. To do a legally chopped podcast in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. No. Unless we all yeah. had medical marijuana cards. I guess we could have done that. Dude, that, that well. means when uh, the day sports betting is legalized in Minnesota, we have to be doing a podcast live from a sports book. Dude, okay. So I know, okay. like, right. I know that both in Minnesota, like, uh, weed and sports betting are close. Sports betting didn't quite hit the mark. What if they got legalized on the same day next year? <laughs> It'd be like, yeah. Get a bunch of high people at a sports book. Degenerates. <laughs> So That'd be car around. accidents. People on the way down to Mystic. There'd be so many car accidents. Stay off the oh, weed. weed. I'm gonna right. just like uh, last time. I have the opposite perspective than Jake. Oh, uh, weed just failed in Minnesota, which means we have another year of like you know, besides Delta Eight CBD being the next you know great alternative. So we have no, at least another year of that. So you might as well get in on the market. Plus, like you will attest to, Jake, you you get high as fuck when you take anything CBD related. <laughs> it works, especially from cultivated CBD. Mm-hmm. Now there is an issue because there are a lot of snake oil salesmen out there who are selling you fake CBD, and that gives it a bad rep. But overall, I'm definitely buying CBD because guess what? Even when weed gets legalized, um, CBD is still going to be great for pain and inflammation and all that other sort um, stuff that it's uh, getting um, prescribed for today. I'll just uh, I'll just stick with uh, cr- I'm gonna buy into kratom, kratom, kratom. So I'm about to say crack. No, no. I mean, maybe I'll buy into that too. I, man. I allegedly smoked crack with the fine homeless residents of St. Paul in the Wild Loss Game Six. Understandable, though. Yeah, yeah. that's the night to smoke crack, dude. We no. uh, 
Jake and I were in a band, and the lead singer drank a bunch of kratom right before, and I've never seen someone so high out of their mind. It was crazy. And that's legal. You can just go to a tea yeah, store and buy no. kratom and put it in a tea and you just can, drink it. Well, you can also buy that Delta 8 stuff. I remember Cam was like, producer Cam was like, dude, I bought Delta 8 this weekend. I didn't leave the fucking couch. I was so gone. I was like, <laughs> oh. There was uh, dispensaries all over Nashville, and it's you know illegal there, so all it was was Delta 8. Yeah. You know, they called it dispensaries. Delta 8 dispensaries. Why don't we have at least Delta 8 dispensaries here? I don't know, Jake. There's we do? opportunity for oh, it. Oh, I, I, I don't think they don't call themselves Delta 8 dispensaries, but you can just go to a tea store. And oh, okay. Oh, right. Tea store. A cigar tea. shop. Tea bags. Tea bags. Whatever. Tea bags. I always love when you go to like a, a tobacco store and they just have a bunch of bongs. They're like, yeah, well, these are in case you want to put tobacco in. I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> I can't wait to go home and smoke my tobacco out of my out of my out of my yeah. water bong. Well, yeah, right. AJ, Healthy. AJ um, in the ten thousand uh, stakes. <laughs> you know, he posted him smoking a bong, which was definitely tobacco. Yeah, correct. No, t- totally yeah. Um, correct. And, but that, a- and that's why that's not why the video didn't get taken down from TikTok. It wasn't because <laughs> it, it wasn't because he was taking smoking tobacco out of uh. a bong. Yeah, we definitely should not post that on TikTok. <laughs> so, that no, nah, I mean, but that's uh, bullshit. I mean, it's it's clearly legal. Down there. It's clearly legal. He's smoking a, a bong that he legally bought and legally purchased with some tobacco. Well, and remember, too, that TikTok is the same platform that showed me uh, a Ukrainian soldier blowing up a Russian tank with an RPG. So <laughs> mm-hmm. remember when we did toy guns and ketchup? The mm-hmm. ooh, what you say? Hey. But I literally watched six Russians die in like 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Or like full out, you know, AC one thirties like live streams of them Mm -hmm. just lighting up actual human beings. Yeah, seen those on TikTok. I've seen full on like fights where people are like getting brutally punched in the face, blood everywhere. ESPN posts them. Yes, and then we have a little toy gun with some ketchup. That's clearly ketchup. If we post a hockey fight, we get taken down. Right? Such bullshit. It's 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 privilege or some shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to who do we got to pay the Chinese government? I don't yeah, know. Someone uh, back to CBD. Bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy CBD specifically, like I said, because uh, it has gotten me through some, uh, let's just say, very non-athletic injuries, uh, you know, where I'm a golfer. I just, you know, take one big swing at it. And next thing I know, my back is sore. So you got to have I've got the cultivated CBD balm in the bag. Like I said, my wrist hurt. I was able to throw it on that. That bitch was ready to go the next day. And uh, yeah. I'm a I'm a big supporter. Well, like I said, I'm not a very athletic guy. So when I try to do athletic stuff, I end up pretty sore. And CBD has gotten me gotten me uh, recovered faster. That almost sounded like an ad read, but it, it wasn't. Did, yeah. I'm not getting paid. I just it, this shit actually works. I'm just testifying. Yeah, as long as you're with a legitimate company um, and cultivated CBD, like that's the best one I've had compared to like, just go and buy a random one because mm-hmm. you just don't know where you're getting that from. Right. Well, right. it's legitimate. It's legitimate CBD. It's good. Uh, it's good Good ingredients. Good product. Uh, I know. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. Getting clipped on the golf course is a great thing, it's my, great, my friend. Getting, getting, your, it's getting, a great product. Getting, great, great product. Getting twi- beautiful. Getting twisted on hole 17 with it is a good, a good call. Yes. Dude, you just um, ate the, the two gummies of CBD <laughs> and like literally a whole later he's like, guys, I'm high as fuck. We're like, we're like no, you're not. No, you're not. Oh. I felt high. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was high. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh. Um, uh, let's move on to sports. Uh, we got, uh, we're still doing buy or sell. We got trading Kevin Fiala posted on Instagram a, uh, a picture that said, thank you, Minnesota. 
changed the profile picture, ironically enough, from him in a wild jersey to that one where he was just shirtless with the shoulder pads <laughs> that I've seen Smoke Z tweet out. Like. Great photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we had written a blog a couple years ago on that, actually, or when that came out, like, Kevin Fiala is a beautiful man or something like yeah. that, or he's the sexiest man alive. But uh, just based on... Now we're not we're not we're not wild journalists. I don't want Billy G calling us out. We aren't. Like Damn he it! Said uh, yeah. on K Fan, but uh, in your guys' opinion, if we were to trade Kevin Fiala, you buy or sell that move? Jake first. It's tough, man. It's it's tough because I love I love Kevin. Okay, he's a good Swiss guy. I believe he's a Switzerland guy. Man, it's tough, man. I I, lo- I love I love Kevin Fiala. I think money. Money, like aside, I would have to sell that position because I think he is a solid player to build the team around. He's uh, the best looking guy on the team. I don't know. You got to have a guy like that on the team. He has a smoke show for a, a fiance as well. You need guys like that on the team. You just need him there. And he produces great plays. He gets pucks in deep. He wins races to the puck. And I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell that idea. I like Kevin. Kevin's a good guy. Even though it's inevitably like a bad investment because he's going to get traded because we can't afford him. Well, wait, I, I'm, I, are we buying or selling the, the idea of trading him? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just selling the idea of trading him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to buy the idea yeah, I don't <laughs> no. of, uh, I'm going to buy the idea of trading Kevin Fiala. Um, there's two reasons. One, and I think it just sucks, but like, it's like, who have you been recently? And the last thing we saw of Kevin Fiala was that playoff run where he did not show up for it all. Mm-hmm. And this is the only time we need him to show up for, right? At the end of the year, he was killing it. I thought for sure that he was going to be an X factor in the series, and he didn't do shit. On top of that, just like Jack said, how unless Kevin Fiala is willing to take a big yeah, pay cut, uh, it's not going to work with his team with the buyouts of uh, praise well, and suitors con- uh, con- concerts of contracts. So, yeah, I'm definitely buying the idea of trading Kevin Fiala, especially... Um, because I definitely think we Fiala. get something amazing in return for Fiala and really help this team out. So, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's I, I guess like I'm not changing my like view. I mean, maybe I should. But like uh, we sh- this would be different from past teams because like usually we'd be like, oh, let's just keep them. Let's make it work like Zach Preezy and Ryan Suter and the like the whole crew of the early 2010s to the late 2010s that lost every first round fucking series. This would be the same thing. Like, oh, let's keep Kevin because he's an okay player. No, if it didn't work out, Bill Guerin should probably just get rid of him. Okay, let's move on to something new, see if it works, and not stick with the same thing that probably won't work out for the next five years. Bullshit. But I don't know. I like I like Kevin. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it. I got to buy I gotta buy the idea of it just because no. he – Unfortunately, this isn't the Yankees, and uh, money is an object around Minnesota. Well, we got a salary cap, Jake, too. Jake, would you, would you let me talk? <laughs> well – well, what we don't have, we don't have the option to give as much money as we want anyway, because there's a salary cap. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. money. The Yankees money don't have a salary cap. That's right. what he said. That, he said this oh, isn't the Yankees. Congrats, you understand. This the is the MLB then. Jesus. Oh, what has happened, Jake? Jake, you might need to just take a walk. Take, take, a, <laughs> take, la- take a lap. Take a lap. I'm not, take a lap. I'm not doing take a lap. lap around the house and just uh. just uh, <laughs> just just restart the brain. Yes. Uh. But uh, no, I, I mean it sucks. Obviously, Fiala's. An absolute beauty. He's he, he had a great regular season, but I do have to agree with Wags. The tough conversation to have. You got to have a guy who can play in the playoffs and score goals. You count on him to score goals all year. He doesn't score in the playoffs. I don't know. Pretty easy decision to me. Um, just for the money, obviously the money is going to be an issue. Unless Billy, you know, Billy is kind of a magician when it comes to money. He might find a way to figure it out. Will he? He might. Oh, 
He might find a way to figure it out. But if he doesn't, unfortunately, you got to trade him and uh, see what you get for him. Yeah, it's... uh... But then there was some other, but including Kevin Fiala, though, there were other guys that didn't even really show up either, which sucks. But like, he was the guy that we expected to show up, and he uh, didn't. Victor like, Rask physically did not show up. No, he, he's well, not on the team anymore. He, it's done. And then you have Nino Niederreiter, you know, in a practically almost in a conference final. And th- well, look at that shit. I'm is happy it, for Nino, though. I've, no, I've never been yeah. upset with him. No, no, it's not no. his fault that Paul Fenton fucked up. Is it? Uh, is it true that Kevin Fiala is most likely looking at would be going to the uh, the Devils? Is that like the projection where he'd land? I've seen that thrown around a lot. Yeah, because I, I, I heard that they're willing to give up their first round pick. Would that be the second overall pick? The Devils? It yeah, has to be because yeah, they're, they're terrible. They were fucking awful. They've been bad the last few years. Mm-hmm. They, I think they had like the, the top pick a few years ago. They got one of the top players, and they still haven't done shit. Yeah, it, dude, I don't know. It's just crazy. I mean, I hope we yeah, can find Yeah, Devils' a- number two pick. Oh, so wow. That'd be awesome to get the number two overall pick. But he... Would they offer that much for him? So before I mean, the season ended, if, before there was the lottery, um, the talks were Kevin Fiala for whatever first over or for whatever Fiala. first round. I remember when get. that discussion was like circling around, like Kevin Fiala might be gone. It's like what, what? And here's the thing: I I was like he might be gone. Like that's we don't have to worry about that forever. And then we just lose in six games, and then it's like oh yeah, that, it's that. like okay, well now we can address that because it went by really fast. Well, yeah, everybody kept bringing that shit up, like. A month or two ago, it was like, so like bad. Kevin, Kevin is. What are we going to do with them in the off season? It doesn't fucking matter because he's still under contract. The season is still going. He's under contract right now, still technically. To, let's see this season through, okay? And then we'll talk about it after the season's over, which we're here now, so finally we can talk about it, okay? Right. right. Damn All right. it. Uh, let's move right along. I added this one: uh, pregnant women. I just we gonna I, get canceled for this? No, I saw a gorgeous woman at Target the other day who was pregnant. And I want to know your guys' honest opinion on pregnant women. You have a little pregnant fetish? I don't know. <laughs> so, so if I sell. This is this is a strange one to be added to the list. It uh, was, but but it was an instinct. It makes pregnant for a good women. conversation. Jake. What about unpregnant women? Nope. So oh, preg- so talking about woman carrying. I'm gonna child. I'm gonna buy pregnant woman. Um, You're gonna buy one. Wow. I'm gonna buy. Oh, what? Damn it! Canceled. <laughs> yeah. I'm canceled either way. No matter what answer I give here. But you know they're they're the you know they're the bearers of life. They're bearing a child. You know I God bless them. Yeah. For going through you know nine months of of carrying a child. Well, all the male has to do is pump one in them. What are you yeah. talking? I carry children around my whole life. Uh, exact. Well, <laughs> to that weight. I don't know. Uh, we do have to carry children around all the time. You mil- are right about that. Millions or billions of even. Yeah, you know what? Think about Damn it. it. You you get, you convinced me. <laughs> Pregnant women have nothing on men. No, I'm just joking. That that's just a clip, that's a clip joke. That and clip, tweet it clip out. That, that's I'm, a joke. I'm going to tweet it out. It's a joke, okay? It's a joke. But no, I'm going to buy pregnant women cuz without them I would not be here right now. Correct. That's a good uh, take. That's and uh yeah, I want to buy it for the same exact answer. Yeah. Damn straight. Mhm. Uh yeah, I don't uh I'm just so glad that we're not the ones who have to carry it for 9 months and then yeah. pop it out of our booty holes. Yeah, right. Is that where you think they're from? That's where babies. <laughs> that, that's where they sure. come from. I'm pretty sure. Correct. I thought we got babies from Walmart. To my knowledge, it came out the mouth. Oh, oh. I didn't know. I thought they came out of the belly button. That's what it's for, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, I mean maybe. Uh, I added Conspiracy. this. I, I did add this to the list because I I grew up I grew up with a guy from high school who did actually have a fetish for pregnant women. Ooh. And he would always he would always be like, dude, look at this, and they'd always be pregnant. Have you ever seen the movie Her? 
No. Is that with Joaquin Phoenix? I think it falls Wait, it falls cell phone? Computer? Yeah, yeah, Whatever. right? And there's nothing but just like sex with pregnant women in that one. I think he has, well, fet- he has There's people into that. Yeah. No, for sure. And I'm not buying that because I have a fetish for pr- pregnant porn or anything. See, I, that circles guy. full back to the porn guy. Yeah, so it's the porn guy would look at it from the perspective of this is totally a porn category right now. Correct. <laughs> I did not Correct. view it like that on the list. I viewed it as general pregnant women and Correct. bearing a child. Um, I'm buying it for non-porn reasons, but there'll be pe- there'll be people out there that will buy it for porn reasons, and that's okay. Yeah, I I have to buy it as well, just because, like you said, I wouldn't be here without it, and I feel like just with how much I can take, I couldn't even do one percent of what a mother does. So, shout out to moms everywhere. Yep. All right, uh, moving down the list, last one we got chilly spring days. So, like we had a kind of a cold stretch this weekend, and it was a little windy, a little cold. Um, I'm not necessarily just saying like freezing days, but I'm saying like a day in the 60s, in the low 60s, in, in spring or even the summer if you get lucky. How do you guys feel about that? Are you warm weather guys or do you like do you appreciate a little breeze? Journalist Jake. Ooh, man. I don't know because there's some points in the summer and early spring where you're sick of that shit. You know, you're done with the, the winter. But you know what? I'm going to buy it because they don't come very often. And I am a genuinely a hotter person that likes the coolness. So I'm going to buy them because um, once in a while it's happy because I just automatically think back to the days of dog days of summer when it's July or August when we're sitting in a hot box in Minnesota and humidity sticky. You know, you go outside right away, sticky, you know, you get sticky and it's just it's gross and disgusting and it feels weird. I'd rather have a cool day like that. So I'll take one of those once in a while as long as it's not days in a row. I'm going to buy the occasional chilly spring or and or summer days. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and buy it, too. Uh, who does not love, like, a big thing about a chilly spring day, it's a good reminder that, hey, like, the shit is almost behind us, right? Mm-hmm. And so I can put up with that just because you know there's not much left. Um, Again, kind of the opposite, though, when, like, um, in the fall when it gets way too cold before it's supposed to, that fucking sucks. But in the spring, it's all right. Yeah, I, no, I'm going to buy as well. I love, I'd rather be a little chilly than really hot any day of the week. Um, I also, too, when I think of, like, a cold little chilly day, I think about fall. I, I know, like, I, I'm, I not, I'm not trying to skip over summer, but I think of, like, the state fair. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, go for football coming back. I think of, like, the NFL coming back and, like, holidays and stuff. And I, I don't know why. I just, yeah, when I when I feel a little breeze in there, I just feel like, I just think of fall and everything I love about fall. Hockey coming back. Hockey yeah, fall is a great time. The wild will be, God, dude, I'm, like, too invested in the offseason stuff. And I'm, like, it's not going to bring him back to calm life. Calm down. I'm, like, that family member who's going to, like, try to put the wild in the pet cemetery in hopes that we can bring him back. And it's just going to end well. It's not going to end well. Dude, you're going to, so every single day, I don't think you've done this, but this will probably be your first year you do it. Um, The opening of NHL free agency, they just have, mm-hmm. like, a, uh, they have, like, NHL network completely dedicated yes. to it like second by second news yeah. all that you're going to be watching that this I already, year yeah. I, subscri- I subscribed to russo like the day after we, <laughs> we lost in game six because i was like now i need to know everything that happened. stay up to the moment full-blown hockey guy hey, shout I, out russo a three-year extension you talk about the people who are like obsessed with nfl draft parties i actually probably look more more in the past i have you know i have dedicated more of my time to the NHL trade deadline day and NHL free agency day way more than NFL. Oh tra- yeah. no, trade deadline days are insane. Yes, in in every league. Exactly. I mean, that's that's something to be excited about draft because in in 
in deadlines, it's like a bunch of really good proven people being traded for other good proven people. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with the draft, it's like, okay, well, this guy played at some college in Utah. Like, mm-hmm. how do we know he's going to be good? Why is this, yeah. why is this something I'm excited about? I, I, but I feel like with the NHL, there's a lot more that happens on first day of deadline and first day of free agency than any other sport. That's yeah. why I think it's so fascinating. And I don't know. It's, well, it's fun. And especially after this year's NHL trade deadline for Wild fans specifically, I will never go another trade deadline without being just anxious because Billy G just what just completely revived the team with the trade deadline so yeah but did he they lost in the first round did he did yeah he? i mean is he just another chuck fletcher <laughs> damn it end the podcast yep. See, oh. that, that bringing in those guys oh. did happen to snap that fun losing streak we were on for like two months straight yeah. yeah, so I love how we traded for Flurry because we needed some extra goaltending help, and then Cam Talbot just for like a month and a half goes off. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cameron Talbot, uh, an honorable uh, buy or sell smelling salts. Oh yeah, the unanimous buy, the unanimous, unanimous buy-in, buy-in. All, all for it, unanimous all buying buy. it. If someone's selling it, you're a dumbass. Okay, yep. Yep. you're buying into it and do it. Just right. smelling salts. Don't do it on campus. You're, don't, don't do, do it, it on campus. campus. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our final segment, ranking our favorite video games. I'm going to do the ad read for Vivid Seats after hitting a smelling salt. Are you looking to enjoy live sporting events? Well, if you want to chant, let's get sexy at the next game. Buy your tickets through VividSeats.com. Oh, my God, I can't read. Yes. As official partners of Vivid Seats, new customers can get $20 off. $200 or more order with Vivid Seats using promo code 10KTAKES. What a deal. Or use, wow. Or use the link in the episode description to help them crying, dude. I got <laughs> you are crying. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. It's just such an emotional like partnership. I'm yeah. so happy for Vivid Seats, man. I, just, yeah. no. I, I can't. I can't. Um, We're so thankful. Oh. <laughs> or uh, use the link in the episode description to help support us when getting your tickets. And if you're at the game and we're at the game and you're using Vivid Seats, let us know. We'd come to say hi. And buy you a beer. We are? <laughs> no, we're not buying you a beer. <laughs> I, uh, I Uh-oh, that's a lot of beers. I regretted that after saying it. But uh, Damn no, it. download the Vivid Seats app or visit vividseats.com to get your tickets now. Once again, if you're a new customer, you can get $20 off a $200 or more purchase using promo code 10KTAKES. Or if you're just buying tickets for less than that or you're a returning customer, use the link in the episode description to buy them to support the take. All right, let's get back to the show. <laughs> That was a horrible idea, by the way, dude. I I'm, great idea though. I, I don't know why I just cry. I'm crying at a one one eyeball. Ooh, that that's it. a talent, maybe. Yeah. God, that <laughs> fucking hurt. I I can cry in command, but it's only out of one eyeball. I just need a smelling salt. But uh, anyways, back to the show. So uh, we got ranking the best video games. Uh, we're gonna do one through five. We'll just go. Yes. We'll just go around between us three and uh, talk about which ones we. Would rank where? So do, should we, how do we do this? We usually start with one, right? Yep, and we go yeah. around. Okay. All right, we'll start with you, Jake. What's your number Ooh. one? My number one, I'm hoping this isn't predictable. By the way, you, you did actually write down 50. I wrote down 50. Yeah, you're a porn guy. I'm a, I'm a video game huh. guy, maybe a porn what would be, guy. Would it be better to work our way to one and go five to one? Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah, should, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I did try to rank the top five and kind of like what I... Okay, perfect. Yeah. All, right. All right. What's your number five? Number five is Halo 3. <laughs> Slayer. Right Slayer. Gain the lead. Betrayal. I love that. And I know, like, okay, so on this list of 50, I do have Halo and Halo 2 listed. But the first one I ever really got into is Halo 3 because that was the first year I got an Xbox. And it was my first time actually getting into the world of multiplayer gaming on Xbox Live. And the first time getting into a lobby, I think one of the first things I 
I heard when I got into a lobby was a homosexual slur. So um, I'm like, okay, I'm here. This is 2007. Let's go. But the gaming part of it was was amazing. It was fascinating. It was my first Halo game that I got fully entrenched into. Beautiful. Beautiful. It was awesome. My number five is Wii Sports. It's a sports game that came with the Wii console. Um, It's just one of the most classic games out there. For me personally, too, it was always over at my grandparents' house. Whenever me and my younger brother would go over there, we'd play Wii Sports. So I have fond memories with my grandparents playing Wii Sports, kicking their ass and bowling and stuff like that. Do, 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 do. Nice cock. (laughs) Nice cock. Creating your own Miis or whatever. That was like the first Bitmojis, shit like that. Um. That yeah. was that was ahead of its time in a way. Almost. It was because yeah. now you have uh, all these fucking VR and virtual reality. But the Wii's been doing it for years, man. Yes, y- yeah. You had the Me Channel too, where you could literally talk and converse with other Me's from around the world. The yeah. people like I like how uh, our but our boy Justin Ekstrom called uh, producer Andy a real life Wii character, which <laughs> I think he meant a Me. Yeah, um, which was fucking hilarious. That's a great description yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, Andy, I'm we're gonna get a text. He might quit tomorrow um, <laughs> when this podcast releases. But but that's what he said. That's a, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My number five. God, the smelling salt's still hitting me. Yes. Uh, this may come high on my list for what some people would think, but there's a reason behind it. I got Modern Warfare 2. Mm. Um, I think, I guess the only reason I'm not going to go with a higher rank is because I was so bad at it and I got just railed by so many quickscopers. Uh, the campaign was unreal, though, because I, oh, yeah. I used to be a real big campaign guy. And oh. let's just remember that there's a single level of that called No Russian. Yep. And if you've never played Modern Warfare 2, this is where you just you just commit a mass shooting. You, you shoot... You, in an airport. In an airport. Like, the fact that back in... Whenever year this game came out, what, what, what was... 09. 09? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just a thing we could put in video games. It's well, crazy. So I downloaded just the campaign of MW2, I think, a year and a half ago. Yeah, and I remastered yeah, it. Yep, yeah, and I, uh, I think I remember... I even talked about it. I was like, there's no way that this mission is still playable right mm-hmm. now in 2020. And no, you, you can still play that mission just fine. Not if you're in Germany or in some other European countries. They have that content blocked, but in America, you can play it's it. It's crazy. I mean, I think why it's legal is because they give you the option to click yes or no to actually play through the mission to complete the game. Yeah. Or you don't actually have to do it. But as like a 13-year-old kid playing that, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, I mean, maybe I was a little more crazy with it. But like, general, as a teenager, when it came out for us to play a level like that, as fucked up as it was, we fucking loved that. Well, and here's I the mean, thing: like, just... if you think about it, like the FBI or whatever government agency, like like putting an American to go undercover to do that shit, that's something that could totally happen in real life as well, right? Yeah. So... Especially now and what's happening with with you know Russia and Ukraine and you know building tension with that. I mean, shit, like mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. That it was a very it's a very fucked up level looking in hindsight, but right, you know, it's it was. Very emotional campaign. Insane. It was, yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was a great campaign. You had like Ghost, the character. You had General mm. Shepard. You know, oh. kind of the famous, Captain Price, famous ending with the knife going through soap. the eye. Mm. You had Soap, soap McTavish. Uh, you Isn't Soap had, Black Ops? He was also no, an no, MW. He's, too. he's MW. Oh yeah, Soap Maybe McTavish over guy, but then Nikolai. You, then you also had uh, you also had the co op missions, which were super fun, where you yes. could play like Big Brother, where you got one guy in the helicopter, one guy on the ground. Uh, you could just, yeah, you could basically do levels together and you'd have to complete a task in a certain amount of time. And I remember me and my buddies just staying up till 2 a.m. drinking Mountain Dew, crushing those. So There was the snowmobile yep. one, yep. the co-op That's one. Right. I mean, I think there was a level like that, but they could do like a snowmobile-like co-op mission. That game was just so far ahead of its time. Uh, amazing. Great game. Insane. Oh, yes. But, yeah, so I got number five, Modern Warfare 2. All right, Jake, what's your number four? My number four is NCAA Football 14. Great. Has to hit the list. And um, it, I I wish I could can, I could rank all the 
the college football video games I've played and more on the list actually um, beyond the number five, but NCAA football 14 was the last one that was made. It was the best one. I feel like um, because it had the best graphics. It was the newest one. It and college football games were fucking awesome. I mean, they just went the, the recruiting system in there was almost realistic. You'd actually have to try to recruit hard to get, unless you made your recruiting difficulty rookie. I'd always make everything Heisman. And I was so fucking dedicated to it to the point where if even if I was getting killed in a game 48-0, like I would just play through the game in my dynasty mode. Nope, I lost. I'd finish the season three and nine. I'm not going to shut off the system for this. Like I'm legitimately doing this. I think I got to like the 25th season at one point. And the farthest I made was like eight and four in like some, you know, mediocre bowl game. And That's pretty you, realistic you, though. You got to calm down. Right I know now. I did. This was back in, you know, senior year of high school into, you know, early college, but Love the college football video games. You're a hardo when it comes to, I think, sports video games in general. You just set it to the difficulty. If you're losing by a bunch yeah. of outrage, quit. You finish. That's respectable in a way, but at Realistic. the same time, where's where's the inner gamer in you? I, I know. Seriously. You got to turn it off and keep playing it till you win. I yep. did that a couple of times in, in NHL, but then I felt guilty and actually ended up winning a cup one time. On I've only won one legitimate championship on a, on a hardest difficulty in all my video game playing career, I should say. Um, where I did not quit one game in a playoff series or something like that, and it was like NHL 18 a few years back. Proud of myself. Congratulations. <laughs> Congrats on that achievement. It's a good it, bit. It reminds me, of, uh, reminds me of that guy who had a series, and it had like the funny narration voice on TikTok, where he's like, applying for jobs I'm horribly unqualified for. <laughs> it was the uh, actually the Minnesota Golden Gophers offensive OC. coordinator. Mm-hmm. And this guy filled out a full legitimate resume all based on NCAA 14 achievements. He had mm-hmm. done all these things on a Heisman mode and actually like applied through Indeed with it. So that's kind of what I thought of. I think he actually had legitimate like football knowledge and terms in there, At least too, a which little bit more than me. No, way more than I could do. Hey, yeah. do you guys remember when Big Cat, he like during the pandemic, he started playing, was it NCAA 14? Yep. Yeah. He played it on the hardest mode. It kind of showed me, though, that they need to make the difficulty a little harder because he mm-hmm. was able to master that really quickly and win championships rather easily. Yeah, he played as Florida State. State. So that's like when he went and did the spaces bit for a while, like last spring, and they were talking about Florida State because Jackson State and uh, who's the coach of Jackson State again? The, uh, what? Geez, the, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. He took the number one recruit in the country, and he went in the space, and he was like, "You guys could have had him. You guys should have hired this coach because they would have taken him in." But I know these kids. I've coached these kids. <laughs> but he's just he's just referring to the time he played <laughs> college game. football, yeah, like the hilarious. video games. So yeah. that was hilarious. All right, uh, Wags, what's your number four? Number four for me is going to be the Rome Total War series. I'm not sure mm. you guys ever play that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of like, uh, I mean, it's been around a long time, yeah, hasn't it? Since yeah, since the early 2000s. Okay. It's essentially uh, you get to be a Roman faction and then take over okay. um, the, you know, the, part, the known part of Europe at the time, and it's an absolute blast to play, one of the OG games, and it still holds up to this day. They actually launched Total uh, War remastered versions, and if you're kind of like a strategy um, single-player gamer like myself, like that game is so fun. You can hours into it especially if you're like a history guy as well very very realistic with history and uh yeah you get to create a little dynasty it's pretty fun is it similar to like a civilization or command and conquer it yeah it's very very similar to those games um yeah, except for it's like uh, Succession is like, um, you know, your character, you start with the main character and they keep having children and you get to keep naming your heirs. It's really cool, right? That's like dope. how you get to do that through, you know, um, centuries. Fucking, fucking this, nerd. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, fuck off. Dude, Civilization, though, dude, was fucking sick. Dude, it was, yeah. That's, civilization's sick. Uh, just uh, Command and Generals is Command sick. Command and Conquer. Oh, Command Red and Alert. Conquer, Speaking yeah. of, on, uh, 
sorry if this gives away anyone's, but Star Wars Battlefront 2 mm-hmm. back on the original mm-hmm. Xbox, you could actually do like the Galactic Conquest. Yeah, yep. was I blast. dumped hours into that. Yes, shit, yeah. So. No, that's a great that's a great bring up. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but all of those kinds yeah. of games where you get to just be like a faction or something and take over the world's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. That's some it. people some people choose to do it in real life too. Yeah, okay. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's hard mode. So, and yeah, they might have been influenced by these games, and that's why they're, they're well, I wouldn't say they're good at it. You know, so. uh, because of Rome Total War, we got Putin trying to take over the world. Exactly. Ban, ban the game. You know, that's right. what he's been playing for the last 20 years. He's like, okay, I'm ready. I mastered the game. That, Let's that, go. That and Risk. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, number four, I got NBA Live 2005. Ooh. Uh, Kevin Harlem, every, still every time he announces, I think of that game. I have it so hardwired into my, mm-hmm. into my brain. I played it on the original Xbox. Uh, the players in it were unreal. I mean, you had Tracy McGrady, Kevin Garnett, Chauncey Billups. You had uh, Stephen Marbury. Yeah, yeah. You had Mike Bibby. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter. Vince you know, Carter. Was, you had uh, Jason Kidd. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, oh, Mike, Michael Red Rick for Nash. those Bucks fans. Uh, he he was the OG guy who used to carry the Bucks. Was Michael Red? You had uh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. I mean, LeBron was in it. Like. Uh, uh, who am I missing? Dwayne Wade. Like mm-hmm. there's so there's just so many insane like legends that were all in that game. You could always do like the slam dunk contest, like the All Star Weekend. I had a blast doing that, and I kind of feel like this this was like in the era right before 2K took over, and in my opinion, mm-hmm. kind of ruined the games by making them way more realistic. Where this game was like so arcade, it was just like it was so much fun. You'd like play against my brother all the time, and like the winner would have 200 some points, but. I don't know. Well, it was right before the next gen where I think EA Sports just couldn't keep up with right because two K in the next because NBA Live kept coming. Like I always thought the NBA Live's like other features were always better, mm-hmm. like the franchise mode and all the other stuff you could do. But two K was just making it more realistic. So well, NBA Live had the best intro song too. It was like NBA Live two thousand five. I yeah. still remember that yeah, shit. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that, that was. I, I still remember though the first NBA Live game I got was like I I remember like I borrowed my uncle's playstation one back in the day i was like four or five years old and he gave me nba live 2000 and it had a kevin garnett on the cover and i still remember like it was uh it was fun to play and stuff but like i still remember like looking at the graphics and it was there like their heads were boxes and there's like no emotion they'll be getting fouled and acting like they were pissed off and there's just nothing on their face moving it's just strange but how far we've come though in video games right right oh Shaq was in that game too as well as kobe r.i.p great game um, all right, let's move into our number uh, our number threes. Top three. Jake, what do you got? My number three, it, uh, also from 2005, NHL 2005. It was the first NHL video game I ever got. It had the most kick-ass soundtrack. It had Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Great song. It, it had Memory by Sugar Cult. Like, how does that go again? Like, uh, oh, take me back. Back, back to where it lasts, or whatever. I don't know. It's a good fucking song, but the the soundtrack almost made the game, and it was just and the NHL was uh, in a lockout that year too. I remember it was like oh four oh five season, so I remember like that was when I was really just starting to get into hockey too as a kid and stuff, and it just kind of sucked. You couldn't watch the games, so you I had to play the video game. And I just put hours and hours and hours in the NHL 2005. And I remember you could play like you could set to make it like a 23 game season only. So I would just play a shit ton of seasons and do 23 game seasons. And it was it was fucking awesome. But I remember like West Walls was on the wild, anti Laxon and all those fucking dudes. It was awesome. The early two or the early 2000s NHL video games. They have like the best soundtracks in video games. Besides, yeah. I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yes. Besides that. Well, and also NHL 2005, they had Jim Hewson. You know, the great save Luongo. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Iconic voice. Yeah. Amazing. 
All right, Wags, what's your uh, number three? Number Trace for me is going to be Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, one of the greatest uh, series of video games of all time. The second one was an absolute masterpiece. I actually didn't grow up playing. I never played the very first one. It just kind of fell off my radar. It was very popular, but I, I had a PlayStation 2, and I remember like it was Xbox, I believe, at the time. It might have been PlayStation. Who the fuck knows? But um, when I played 2, it was at the time like the best game i ever played it was amazing the graphics were so immersive the storyline's amazing and who doesn't want to be a fucking cowboy no i mean you are a cowboy in that game and you can it's like grand theft auto but with horses. Old west. In the wild yes. west yeah you steal some some yep. guy's horse yeah fuck around and find out it's uh yeah i think one of the top games ever made and it was just an absolute blast to play and then upon you know discovering the second one i went back to the first one and uh yeah it still holds up it's a great game yeah, I still love the South Park making fun of Red Dead Redemption Two when like the cop's wife is uh is like he catches her playing and he like shows up at home and he, he hears like the game going on in there and he's like oh, that bitch he runs in <laughs> you've been playing my campaign haven't you just fucking hilarious. All right, uh, my number three kind of along similar lines, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. There we go, just an unreal and realistic game. Um, who was it? Someone on the internet was in LA and they were like, dude, I feel like this is like the Grand Theft Auto map. It's like, yeah, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, GTA 5 was unreal, man. The amount of space on that map, all like the campaign was unreal, the level of detail, all the different things you could do. It's about as close as you can get to just real life is like being in Grand Theft Auto 5. It's pretty close. So dude, Rockstar made some amazing games in the early 2000s. Do you guys remember the game Bully? Yep. That's another uh, amazing game. Yeah. Rockstar yes. made. It's like it's like Grand Theft yeah. Auto, but for you're in a high school student, right? Yeah, like, that's what student. it is. And your goal is to literally bully like part of your <laughs> part of your mission is to bully people. Yeah. yeah. It was really fast. Shout out to Rockstar for always influencing children to make the wrong choices. Rockstar. <laughs> like uh, I think in Family Guy when when uh, Peter loses memory, Lois is like, Hey, uh, I'm gonna have you play five hours of Grand, Th- Grand Theft Auto Five so that you can learn how to drive again. And like he ends up just like hitting a chick with a baseball bat, stealing your money, and then stealing a car. Proper way to drive, right there. Yeah, but GTA Five is unreal, man. I mean, if you take like five plus years to develop a game, like it's gonna it's gonna come out beautifully. I know that they're still like they still are like adding like map packs and stuff mm-hmm. or like campaign additions. I know GTA Six, I think, has been being worked on for a while. Um, I've heard it's going to be an international game. I'm, I'm not like a game guy, so if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I've heard that one's going to be insane, so I'm ready for it. All right. Fuck yeah. Move Fuck to, yeah, bud. Move to number two. Jake, what do you got? Number two. I got Backyard Baseball 2003. <laughs> Great. Right. Uh, yep. I put so much time into that as when I was a kid. But, I mean, like that was the like the platinum golden gem of Played that, on the computer, of right? those playing of on the course. computer. Yep. Pablo, of, Pete Wheeler. Pete Wheeler, Pablo, Pablo Sanchez. The greatest, the greatest athlete of all time. I remember, all time. and then and then the, the pro players they had in that game were just the best. Like Derek Jeter, I think yep. they had Barry Bonds on that <laughs> one. <laughs> they had, a, oh, Mark uh, McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Yeah. This, was, this was, was the height of the steroid Ichiro. era. Ichiro. Pastrick guys. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Ichiro was in it. Yeah. It, it, was, um, it was unbelievable. Who was the fan? Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. I don't know if he was in 2003, was he? 2000. He might have been in like 2001. Randy Johnson was in one. Randy Johnson was in 03, and then Brad Racky was in 03. Okay, no, this this is the one. Kurt Schilling was in it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Phillies. Okay, yep. Then I had, and I think Frank Thomas was in it as well. Random question Brad Racky, he's Twins Hall of Famer, right? 
You would think so. A, a Twins Hall of like for Minnesota the Minnesota Twins Hall of Famer. Like I the think Ring of so. Honor. I think he is. He should I, be if he's I not. I think he should be. Yeah. I, I think he already is, but if he isn't, he, he should be. Sorry, I know that. They brought yeah. back the nostalgia Move on. Said his name. Ken, we went further back Ken Griffey Jr. He was in that too. He, Vladimir Guerrero. Dude, if you had Ken Griffey Jr. on your team, like it would be a 10% chance you don't hit a home run every time you're up to bat. You you would have to like. Was, was he a cover athlete? Who was? Who was on the cover of that? Uh, let's look. Jake, look it up. Jake, look it up. Look it up. Just, just, look it up. Just, just look it up, honey. L- look it up. Look it up. That game, yeah, dude. I played that game on my parents. My parents gave me like a oh. hand-me-down Windows 97 yes. that I played it on. Mike Piazza. Mike oh, Piazza. That's oh, the yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It was awesome. They would have like the real picture with the kid picture, and it was yeah. great. God, they had, I fucking love those games. And they had like the kid announcers. Yeah, like, color oh, yeah. The commentator and the, the play-by-play they, they guy. They would say the, the dumbest big, shit. The big guy, Chucky. I think he was the play-by-play kind of guy. Kind no, of it, was sunny, it was Sunny Day. Sunny Day and chick and then that... Uh, Chad, Chucky. Yeah, look up... I, look I up like, Backyard baseball, baseball play-by-play. <laughs> backyard baseball it's, commentators. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a big guy. <laughs> these people... It's definitely these, a football guy. Well, I think uh, in some of the games they've had him... Uh, oh, it's probably different. Well, maybe, no, it's, I think it's the same. It's they of, had a guy in backyard basketball. Nasally voice. Vinny the Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember That's Vinny. right, Vinny the Gooch. But I think in some other ones they had some strange ones, too. Yeah. Like, they had some characters that they would... Like, it was... Like, I would still laugh at some of the comments they would make today. Uh, I love uh, backyard football. Like, the Hocus Pocus. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to make a meme with, like, Justin Jefferson the next time he burns a guy that, like, they, the coach just activated, like, the one Hocus Pocus he got. Dude, all the backyard... Like, the backyard franchise, right? Even backyard mm-hmm. hockey was Backyard amazing. hockey. Backyard yeah. soccer was good. I went, Back- through, I went through a stint I- with that. You go to the World Cup. It was it was strange that I, I actually got into like backyard soccer back in the day. That was a good game. It, they Very were all amazing. Game. There was backyard skateboarding. <laughs> that game kind of it, it's kind of sucked, but Dude, I that, still got into it. That whole backyard thing must have been just a fucking empire back in the day. Because I know everybody I grew up with mm-hmm. had had mm-hmm. all of them. Like I, I, you know, you'd have that little computer book where you'd mm-hmm. have all the discs yep. and you'd flip the pages. Yep. Like for my book, half of them were backyard yeah. games. Yeah. You had to, and like they Jeez. had. I I got more. The last one I got was like Backyard Baseball 2007 for like PlayStation 2. Like I went hardcore. I got Backyard Fo- Backyard Football uh, 2007 I got as well, and it had Ben Roethlisberger on the yeah. cover. The, the issue weird. with the backyard games was the graphics got way too good, and then mm. you were getting to the age where you were competing with like your Maddens and stuff, yeah. so you mm-hmm. kind of like, make, make the transition. But You kind of want to like... I- like to be honest, my senior year of college when I was procrastinating, I, I started playing backyard baseball two thousand three. <laughs> like I'm like this game, this game still. Oh, do you remember? I did that in the past, but like it's way too easy. I know. Do you remember the fields? You had like the one oh. in the parking lot. Yeah, the playground. Too. Yeah, then you had the shitty, just like sand one. Then you had like the like the sand lot. Then you had like one at the beach, one at the desert, and then there was like the really nice field with like the scoreboard. And then there's like eight people in the crowd with fat heads, like we yeah. have in here. Yeah. And then what was some of like there, the lines? There, there was like the actual backyard one where there's a little swing set and the little kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. We want a ladder, not a broken ladder. Wait, batter. we want a batter. Pitcher, but not... pitcher, pitcher. You just pitcher, hear some strange shit. Pitcher. You could throw a slow ball and it would literally like have cobwebs by the time it got to the bat. Oh, dude. Gosh. Remember the ice balls? Oh, yeah. Slow-mo pitch and just the, you, when you got that power up where you saw the aluminum bat, you're like, you're like oh, all right, shit. let's sit back and you miss the ball and you lose the power up. 
literally what you'd want to like end your life. I think that's at the that first point. time I probably ever raged at a video game is when yeah. you get the aluminum bag. Ten you years old playing that, on a Windows ninety seven. You talking about pain? You're talking about pain of missing the baseball when you get that aluminum power up bat in backyard baseball. Yeah. All right, Wags, what's your number two? My number two is NHL two thousand and two. This is like the Ooh. first NHL game that I really, really got into heavily. And the reason why this game is so awesome is because the two announcers in the game they like they're they're jokey. Like they make jokes the whole entire time. It's not serious commentating, oh. serious commentating, but it's like the official NHL licensed game. Mm-hmm. So you had the option to turn it off, but as like a little kid, you always wanted the funny shit, right? So all I would do is just play it and laugh um all the time. I remember once uh, when I, you know when you're a kid, you have nothing better to do. I just like would put you need know, two controllers. I'd have one on one team, one on the other team, and I would just manually pull the other team's goalie, and I'd just try to score 100 goals in a game, right? You just trying to hit those, mm-hmm. You were trying to hit those overs. As I was kid. trying to hit those overs as a young lad, right? So, But one of the best games of all time is honestly, I think, the game that got me into hockey. So I just look back on it mm-hmm. super fondly. Um, I also remember like a lot of people that hated that the uh, commentary was like joking. Like they did not it'd, like it'd be that like at putting all. Biz, it's like calm down. It's though. like putting biz nasty in there. Yeah, which would be would, hilarious. It would spice up the game a lot. Like you're there, you're playing a video game to have fun, not for like. I mean, yeah, you can turn on a realism mode if that's what you want for like franchise or something. But in general, you're playing to have fun to shoot the shit. Like, let's have fun. Was it Jim Houston still like the uh, play? Uh, Don or Bill Clement is yeah. Bill Clement is replaced by Don Taylor. Okay. Taylor's quirky and often slapstick commentary style drew mixed reaction from the fans. It's like, game. calm down. That's that's if, funny. If, if that's you're great. getting mad over commentary in a video game, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, it was like, uh, do you guys ever play MLB Slugfest? It was oh, like yeah. that kind of commentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was really, really funny. Um, One thing that I just realized about the game, it came out uh, six days after 9-11. Really? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Well, it brought positivity to people in, in a time where we were very down in this country. Right. I'm glad. Right. Uh, my number two is Black Ops 1, the original one. Um, out of all the games I'll list, I think this was the one I was the best at. I had, you know, a lot of gold guns, prestiges. I was kind of in that weird phase in high school where, like, you just kind of play video games all summer and you're like, screw sports, mm-hmm. man. I don't want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of that sophomore, junior jump. Um, but honestly, just this game, just all around, was just the best. Like, campaign was kind of like a cool alternative history of like the Cold War in Vietnam, you know, if we had gone to war with Russia, basically. Um, like multiplayer was sweet, you know, cause I had like all the map packs and stuff. Uh, they had great guns. I remember they introduced like some new game modes. I think they were the first one to have gun game. I believe mm-hmm. uh, they were the first the wager one. matches, the wager matches, like one in the chamber was a really fun one where everyone's running around with a, a pistol and then a, uh, a knife pis- or sorry, a pistol with one bullet and a knife. And you have to like kind of be strategic with like how you use the pistol. Um, and then everyone's like a one hit kill, but, and then like what they had some really cool like maps in the expansion. They had like a golf course one. Um, I just remember me and my friends like playing that all summer. And then finally zombies, the best zombies game, in my opinion, the, the default maps like keynote or Toten and five were awesome. You had the expansion ones like the moon, uh, like the movie set one you had, uh, you even had like the world at war throwbacks with like Dries and, uh, uh, just a bunch of like German names that I can't quite remember at the time. <laughs> Not but, there on Dalton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those ones. So I don't know, dude. Like Black Ops One for me, just holistically was like the best, like one of my favorite games. And I actually like bought the like the Xbox 360 disc when they remastered it when I was in college, and I think we still have it upstairs. So. That one was always one of my favorite ones to play. I think everyone has like a, a single Call of Duty game that they look on and like, that's mm-hmm. the game for mm-hmm. me. For me, it's MW2. It's like, that's the first time I really mm-hmm. got into Call of Duty. Jake, yeah. I'm pretty sure for you, is it Black Ops? No, I don't want to reveal it. Uh, it's my number one. Oh, oh, look at that. So, so boom, but, but, boom. No, but, uh, but no, Black Ops was, uh, 
was like I the hyper on Black Ops was I was like a fr- we were like a fr- we were a freshman and we were about the same age. We were in like middle school, freshman in high school, and like that was the one where like Call of Duty was was really high up in the trajectory as trending almost like as as for young teenage boys I should say. And we were just running around the fucking school Black Ops. Yep. Like the week leading up to the release. That was yeah. everybody was yelling that's that so shit. Area, uh, that's the era of Doritos, Mountain Dew, staying up yep. all night playing that mm-hmm. game with your friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so I was in seventh grade maybe when it came out then if you guys were eighth grade. Eighth grade, then I was probably seventh grade. But yeah, no, late middle I think it school. came out in ninth grade. Okay. Oh, it came out in twenty ten, so, the year okay. after uh, so, Modern Warfare two. Yeah, so, so we I were, was yeah. I was eighth grade. But yeah. Just an all-around great game, and, and they tried to make sequels, and none of them ever compared. I, I never, mm-hmm. I actually stopped buying the Black Ops ones because I'm like, I just, I don't know how they'll ever outdo that game, mm-hmm. and I don't think they ever did. Call of Duty in general is getting a little stale at this point. It's, I feel it's like. hard, dude. Yeah. They've, they've they've done so well; it's really yeah. hard to just keep it going. World keep War Two was a fun little it was okay. one, but Cold War was okay. Yeah. I heard Vanguard was fun. I just haven't. I haven't played it. I, I, I just don't have the interest to add. No, no, I just don't. I can't yeah, sit down and play Xbox. I did. I did actually recently re-download World at War on Xbox One. That, that's a great game. Replayed the great campaign one. of that. Uh, zombies on there were great. Um, but OG zombie map, right? Yeah, really, Doctor and Toten. It was yeah. really hard to sit down and play Xbox for more than an hour without mm. just like being bored or feeling like I should, I should be doing something better. Mm. So, welcome to 2022, right? Yeah, welcome to being a fucking adult. Mm. Oh, all right. Uh, let's get into number ones. My Take. number one. Speaking of Call of Duty. This is the game that changed it all for me. I don't think there's a game that has even come close to this. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare, because this was the year I got the Xbox. I saw this game coming out. I remember in like spring of 07, all I had was the Wii. I'm like, I need an Xbox to get this fucking game. And then I got one for Christmas. After playing Halo 3, I would like, or, or NHL 08, uh, I, I'd pop this game in. And it was the first like Call of Duty that like revolutionized like the prestige dish, the systems, the gold guns, the the perks and everything. It was the first game that ever did that. And the multiplayer was next to none, but the campaign, like I think the campaign was it was insane. It was amazing. Like Modern Warfare 2s, I really like Modern Warfare 2. I just always I got I fell in love with Call of Duty and like gaming with with Call of Duty 4 cuz the the campaign was amazing cuz you're used to all these World War 2 games. Call of Duty 3 was okay, but then the first modern war modern warfare like campaign with Captain Price and the end was so sad you think he dies spoiler but he doesn't <laughs> spoiler for a and game that came out fifteen two decades ago. ago but it was fucking like I I was got so into that game I put I I was playing I got World at War the next year but I was still playing Call of Duty four probably as much as World at War until like Modern Warfare two came out two years later well dude it was insane I always think of uh, like uh tr- like the Chernobyl mission. Where mm. you're in the ghillie suit and yep. there's like the, uh, the yeah. Ferris wheel. Yep. I think that's like what well, most people probably think of is like that scene. Th- thousands of people used to live here. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, it's, it's a ghost, ghost town. town. That's where it comes from. Right, right. And then there's that uh, the the initial mission where you're when you're going onto the like the, the the ship from the from the helicopter. It's at night. You get the night goggles on. Like just revolutionary. Yeah. There was no all games were World War Two based. Surprised it took them that long. I know. I but don't they know wanted it to get it right. Touchy subject because yeah. I mean we were in you know in the Middle East back then too. But they you know it was awesome, amazing game. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to think about that. Like that, I I actually remember I used to play all the like campaigns in a row back when like multiplayer wasn't quite a thing. Like at least for younger kids like me, I used to do like the you'd start with the Modern Warfare campaign, you mm-hmm. jump right to MW two, and then if like right when it came out, you'd play MW three because the storylines were incredible mm-hmm. too. It was mm-hmm. like watching a movie too. I know. For I know. me, I had before I played multiplayer. Multiplayer, I would have to beat the campaign. Me too. 
And that's that's still peeve. that's still a rule for me. Mm-hmm. I I think I did buy one of the Call of Duties a few years ago, and I actually did play the. All my friends were on multiple. All they put it, they wanted to play like Team Deathmatch. I'm like, nope, got to play the campaign first. Yep. I, I regretfully paid $60. It's part of the game. No, well, no, you have you have to do that. Like, you have to play the campaign before you play multiplayer. You, so. it's, it, it's, it's, yes. But, uh, no, but I regretfully spent a whole 60 bucks on Infinity Warfare. That was actually oh, one of the most disliked yeah. videos on YouTube um, ever when the trailer came out. It was like, it was like Halo. But the, it came with the in, uh, an incentive was back then you could get the Call of Duty 4 remastered. And so I spent 60 bucks. like, okay, maybe I'll, this game looks shitty, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into that a little bit, but I'm mainly buying it for Call of Duty 4. Played one online game on, not even one full game on was, Infinity War. I quit after two minutes. Was that the I'm one like, where you could like run on the walls and ceilings and shit? Yeah, essentially. And you had like laser guns and shit made up stuff. It was yeah, just, it was, it got- was, they got too I, it was too much. It was too much. I was in yeah. a game for two minutes. I'm like, I this is terrible. This is the worst Call of Duty game I ever. You're one like of a, the worst video games. Get I ever off played. my lawn, kind of guy. Yeah, and I'm like, I immediately just would play the remastered Call of Duty four the whole time. Yeah, but I kind of want to play that campaign again. Now that you're talking, I want to yes. play all the COD campaigns yeah. now, dude. <laughs> yeah, all all right, the Halo legs, campaigns. Legs, what's your number uh, one? My number one game of all time is Fallout New Vegas. Ooh, yeah. I. There's something like Fallout New Vegas was the first Fallout game I ever played. And there's just, to me, there was something so cool that you could do whatever you wanted in the game. You could talk to whoever you want. You could kill whoever you wanted. You could kill people that you needed to complete the game. That, 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 that to me was so cool. Like, wow, I, I have complete control of this game and whatever happens, like it's in my hands. That was the coolest thing. And to this day, I still play every single Fallout game when it comes out. It's never gotten better than Fallout New Vegas because there's, not a better place to do an end-of-the-world apocalypse setting than Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's so cool that not only are you fucking with all these creatures in the desert, but then you go to the Strip, mm-hmm. you're uh, you're gambling, you're running into all these interesting characters. The greatest game of all time, in my opinion. I They're very intelligent games. Like it, It's insane like the amount of time they had put into those games. Like Sure, they had like their little glitches and stuff like that, but like the, like the intellect and like every single person almost had a personality. And it was insane. And it was, it was like a apocalyptic Grand Theft Auto. We, we right. had a friend who would like literally made a hotel. He became a serial killer in the game. Yeah, he would bring those bodies back to the hotel. He'd chop up the limbs and he'd hang up the heads in rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> and like the, a crazy motherfucker. And, and speaking, I think I might have talked about this too, but there was like you mentioned you can kill characters that are essential to winning the game. Yes. I remember like we started the game, me and my buddy. Uh, we were we started the game off. We just got bored. We started killing people, and they're like, "Okay, let's actually figure out how to win the game." We got stuck. One of our other friends came over, who we know is an expert on it. He's like, "Okay, let's go find this guy." Oh no, we killed that guy. What? We got to start the whole fucking game over. You need you need that guy to win the game. Like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Like it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, and again, it just goes back to ultimate choice, ultimate freedom. Like you don't get that in any other video games no. really than uh, than Fallout. Man, I know other other games are getting there. Uh, Red Dead Redemption does a great job as well, right? But mm-hmm. uh, for me, Fallout was the first ever version of that sort of game I ever got to experience, and it's stuck with me ever since. So shout out to Fallout New Vegas. Fallout. All right, my number one. I'm um, kind of changing gears from you guys. I had Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005. Okay. Uh, this one was epic. Obviously, uh, not as good of an intro as 04. Have you seen that, that video recently? That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, no, was that make back me lose my mind. No, so this was oh, the year man. later. Not as good of an intro, but um, if you're a golf guy, you definitely have played this game, whether it was on your GameCube, like a PS2, uh, original Xbox. Um, You get to play against legends like Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, uh, Jack Nicklaus when they're back in their prime. Beating Tiger is the hardest one, and it was really cool because you'd like walk into this hall, 
and like all these cages would be like or all all these like shrine areas would be locked up until you beat that guy and i remember it was like such an achievement like beating everybody um and then oddly enough justin timberlake was in that game it was really weird so he was like a celebrity golfer he was like yeah and he's like he's 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 known to be like a scratch golfer they're all hitting the smelling salts now they're they're known to be yeah not fun they're known to be like (laughs) Like Ooh. he's like one of the one of the more famous scratch golfers, but you have to play against him in the, the game. Hitting one. He uses like an eight ball when he plays. Um, they also had a really cool feature where you could design a course, and you could literally design the way the grass was cut. You had like a budget. Um, That's so know. ahead of its time to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah, it was insane. And uh, for those of you who are golf guys out there, the R seven was the newest club in the game. You could buy that. That was the most expensive driver was the R seven, which is just crazy because. We've progressed so far from like the R um, kind of like uh, line in tailor-made drivers that now we're on the M's. They're moving to uh, like other names. It's just crazy. I'm sure at the time you could probably still use Nike golf clubs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You could. The Sasquatch was in that game. Yeah, I believe. Back when Nike Sasquatch. That was back when they were using squares. They tried squares for a little bit. Did not work. Square shaped clubs. But yeah, Tiger was the hardest guy to beat, man. The guy basically made birdie on every hole. So you had to get really crafty with beating him. But I mean, John Daly was in his prime in that game. Um, all sorts of other players, VJ Singh. I mean, I, I could go on forever, but if you're a golf person, you definitely have played, uh, PGA tour 2005. And finally, I just wanted to do an honorable mention section. Cause I know we all probably missed some. Did you guys have any honorable mentions you wanted to list? I'm sure Jake has I mean, I, I literally just, just listed like, just like a couple. You can no, no, it. no. I'm not going to go, go through the list as fast as I would like to do it. Um, geez, I have a lot. Um, I might go with. We we discussed Star Wars Battlefront, so we'll go off of that. I'm going to go with Medal of Honor, the original Medal of Honor back in the day in early GameCube days. The Normandy Beach scene, you go up in Normandy Beach, next to none, just a, an amazing game. And I still remember like I would play with multiplayer with my brothers, like Split Scream. One of the characters you could choose would be a granny. And it would be so funny, like the if you weren't the granny and you'd run into like your my brother – that's the granny. You just see this granny walking around with a fucking like M1 Garand and shit, like blasting the shit out of you. Someone, it was fucking awesome. Someone in the development community just absolutely disrespected Normandy by being like, let's let people be custom characters. Uh, Storm, oh, no, Stormandy no, no, not on Normandy, just on split screen multiplayer. Oh, not, no, this is so. I was going to say, I thought they built that into that level. No, 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 no. Like, that's just uh, Normandy Beach was the first level. And, but if you played split screen. Like just general split screen multiplayer, like private match kind of game. Map. You, you could choose your character oh, or whatever. Gotcha. Um, but well, no, you could choose any map. Normandy was just the first level map in the campaign, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where you'd be a default character. But it was an amazing game. An honorary mention I have would be the NFL Street games. Yes, those dude. were so fun. Um, I put just as much time into those games as a kid as I did in Madden. Yeah, um, they're they're the funnest, and it's kind of like it's kind of like a Madden and the backyard franchise mm-hmm. mixed, right? You can do all this fun stuff and a little bit of GTA in there. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I've seen a lot of people on on every social media talk to really try to bring those back. Yeah, they should. That would be. I think a lot of people would buy it. I think it'd do really well personally. And also like the t- the era that they were playing in, like that was the perfect time to do a street video game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. one of one of the best uh, series all around is that NFL Blitz Street Games. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my final honorable mention is my. Minecraft. Okay, um, here you go. I think everyone. I think even if you were in a Minecraft phase at one point in your life, you could still pick it right back up where you left mm-hmm. off. Um, I used to think it was a stupid game until like I finally played it with some friends, and next thing you know, I'm playing it for like hours. Plus, I feel like Minecraft is not like the worst game you can play for like your 
or like your mental your health, intellect. Like, like you're not spending like you know nine hours straight shooting guys. Like you're building yeah. things. You're like you're being creative. You're being resourceful. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, it's crazy. Like like when I'm working, sometimes I'll play those Spotify playlists that are like mind, uh, like food or like brain food to help you think. Yeah, yeah. And Just like a lot music. of the songs from Minecraft are actually on that like thing because like that music really helped you just get in the zone and like build stuff and. Minecraft had a killer soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doom, Survival doom, mode was by far doom, the most fun, doom. or the most rewarding, I guess, when you could just build a little mm-hmm. life for yourself in a virtual world with your buddies. So. It was one of those games where I I would just was... I loved that game, and I had definitely had my phase through it, and where I'd even take it seriously, but there would be the points, just like in Forge and in Halo, if you know what that is, where I would get bored, I would go up to people's places they built and just start breaking it down, or I would sit right behind them when they're building, I would just destroy everything right behind them, just and they would turn the around. Yep. Yeah, we'd be, but then legitimately, we'd actually go into public servers back in the day and just grieve people because we'd get bored and yeah. destroy shit. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good yeah, time. You're, you're just a living embodiment troll. of a troll. Killer yeah. King of, uh, at one point on Call of Duty 4, to go back to that quick, uh, I made my clan name KOTK, King of Team Killing. Because um, I would just, you can easily team kill, could easily oh team kill on that game. But uh, back then, I shared the account with my brothers. So. My older brother wasn't too fun when he went on there and got a bunch of hate messages and, and our KD, KD was, was down awful. and and or he got suspended for a day or something and, and oh god remember yeah, how much your great. KD meant to you when you were in middle school oh, man. Man. king of dumb. team killing can you imagine how problematic it'd be oh. if an actual military had a guy like that <laughs> Dude, it was like 10 of us that I just made friends with one night. Like, you guys want to go around lobbies and just start killing the shit out of people? Our own team? Yeah, let's do it. I played, uh, I had a little stint with uh, with Call of Duty World War II when it came out when we were in college. I think the most recent one. I'd play hardcore mode with a sniper and Dude, I sometimes like you know it's just one shot kill with semi auto, and sometimes a teammate runs in there, and you just got a quick instinct, you kill him, and Dude. then it happens two or three times in a row. Next thing you know, you're bounced. Dude. I love uh, you, you know, hardcore mode where it's like mm-hmm. everything super, so you can team kill it. Like as soon as you spawn, someone just throws a grenade. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sometimes I just cook a grenade and run into a building where I know a lot of people are going to be in, and and then next thing you know, my screen just goes to that little warning message: you have been kicked for team killing. Dude. Search and destroy when in a hardcore when like it would be, you'd be the last two people left but you just had to defuse the bomb I'd let the other guy go and defuse the bomb and everybody's like yeah we got this man I just like right before he defused it I'd like knife him and then I'd kill myself just this is the lobby like it's great yeah Donnie who had the best list yeah who yeah I did I just didn't say any of them oh all right all right that's a good answer all right we'll leave it anonymous but all right folks that was another episode of it's a bit um hopefully we gave you a little shot of nostalgia on this wednesday morning but thanks again for listening uh like we said before we're going to be doing wednesday releases just moving some stuff around in the studio for some of the other pods but uh yeah look us up on any social media site 10k takes listen to the uh the new betting show it's a bet on kfan usually sundays now sundays like around one Yep. I think it's usually where we're averaging, but it might change every week. Um, also, check out the new betting show. We have 10K Stakes, the sports betting side of 10K. Now that a lot of our teams are gone, you know, we're getting a little more into the sports betting. We're also be following the Twins. Twins are hot. Mm-hmm. They're on fire. Very sexy. Yeah. Very sexy. It's just, uh, with playoffs, it's pretty hard to not sports. Playoffs? Yeah, you, you think about, oh, they're doing well now, and then come three months down the road. I, know, uh, yeah. oh. I love how they have this hotshot prospect and Royce Lewis, and they just, hey, you just hit uh, three home runs in the last two games. Welcome back to the minors. It makes no sense. Well, it benefits us if he's at the game, though, on Saturday. Oh, when right. we're at the Cup Snake, they'll make the environment more electric. Correct. We yeah, will, once uh, again, show up to the Cup Snake yeah. Saturday. We if will... you don't, I'll kill you. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm he, trying yeah, to be Barney. He's, he kills people on his own team, dude. Yeah. He might kill us. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> he's clear 
clearly not a team player. <laughs> well, king of team killing. <laughs> king of team killing. Yeah. Should, should I release my list of fifty-five games? You, you could do it. You could do it in a blog, and you, you might should. get some people who read all of them. Yeah. That'd actually be a great blog. You also don't even have an explanation. It'll really piss people off if you just have it listed. No, yeah. No I was going to say that'd be a, a long project to do that as explanations. I'm just going to list them. Yeah. This is... My list of top 55 games. Yeah, order if you don't agree, matter. fuck off. Or, yeah. or you post a TikTok where it says uh, which game is better. It's an obvious choice and a not obvious choice. It says like for the not obvious choice and then comment for the obvious choice and then turn off the comment. That's the best part. JJ, hold on really quick. In uh, your list of 50, did you have any follow games? I had I actually had Fallout Three and New Vegas. Oh well, look at that! I did. There you go. Yes, no Pokemon. No Coliseum. Oh, I, Pokemon on Game Boy Color. Damn it, I, mean, I missed it. Damn it, I also missed it. Mario I mean, Kart. Yeah, oh, I could say uh, I, Mario Bros. List. Adventure World. Mario Sunshine yeah. was a good one. Yep. Ah, damn it. Yeah, we got to stop yeah, before we. We're yeah. <laughs> we going for another hour. I'm feeling right too now, much boys. nostalgia. The need right now, for but. speed. Yeah, thanks guys for listening to another Naruto. Episode. Do do do. Oh yes. Chakra. <laughs> another episode of It's a Bit. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>